welcome to this month's Electronic Game Fair, the monthly game club, video game club podcast where we uh, play a game and talk about it. Uh, this is Big Mo hosting this month. I'm joined by JJ, Jeff, and Eric. That went smoothly this time. I'm yeah. proud, guys. We didn't all look at each other <laughs> while we I just took charge. Just. Uh, this month's main game uh, is focused on Vagrant Story. That's what we played this month. But before we get to that, uh, we'll talk about a little bit about what we've been playing this month. Uh, I think, Eric, we're going to start with you. Yeah, okay. So um, my main things I've been doing this month is I finally got a VR headset. Oh. I have been that, – that's, that's my main thing. I've been playing um, a lot of the – you know – I, so I got the, the Oculus. I've been playing sort of the you know the Oculus Store type games um, that are. Oh, you there. mean the the Meta Quest? Sorry, yeah. Well, my receipt says <laughs> I Oculus, hate. I it hasn't hate been it. fully rebranded yet. I think. Um, yeah. It still says Oculus uh, Oculus Quest on the on the box. Anyways, <laughs> that's why I've been playing a lot. It's. I I think it's incredible. Actually, I can't believe I waited four years to get into it. But, yeah, I was like. Kind of, I've only played like demos on it since I've got it, but even that, I was like, oh, this is like, like the PSVR is good, but like when you put an Oculus on, it's like leagues. Yeah, like, it, ahead. it's yeah. it's like insane. Like the graphics are bad, right? But like, and so you're like, okay, it can't be that good, but like, I don't know. Like, my brain's too stupid to differentiate between like real life and VR when I have like the headset on. It, it's, it's super so- immersive. So what is the difference for like PSVR versus like Quest? I don't even know, honestly. I think it's the fact that like it's it's wireless is the thing. That's so nice. like you're, yeah. I'm literally like standing up and moving around while I'm playing it, mm. as opposed to PSVR games. I mostly play like sitting down in my chair. I didn't know if it like just like looked smoother, so it was like I would say the tracking is better on it too. Yeah, I yeah. mean because it's. It's inside out tracking. It's not based on like a camera like yeah. the PSVR is and all that. Uh, but anyway, Eric, I'm sorry. So, so those so little yeah, hand so, things. Sorry. So, uh, do those little hand controller things have like haptic feedback? Yeah. 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 Oh. All right. And it, there's also like some level of motion. I don't know if it's like a camera up, but like you can kind of like point and like lift your thumb up, and that's like the extent of like finger tracking. Yeah, because they're like there's. They're like circles that you put your yeah. hands into, yeah. And then, yeah, your thumbs basically it can you can see your thumbs moving in real time. Yeah, it, it, mm. it, it's wild. I don't know. It's it's pretty crazy. But I've I've been playing like ping pong, uh, uh, putt putt, mini golf, um, which you know golf podcast. Um, Spoilers. Yeah, sorry. Um, those are the main two. I, I just played ping pong for hours. I mean, it's 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 kind of crazy. Um, so I haven't played any like PC VR games. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't, are you going to get that Resident Evil? Oh, I did get Resident Evil, but it was too uh, disorienting. Moving with oh. like a joystick while being... Uh, in, so I, I kind of need... I think I need to work up to it. But it, it, Resident Evil, it's, it's, the game is so good. Like from the little I've played, like I kind of forced myself to play it a bit. Um, it's, it's a real overhaul. Like it wasn't just some like cash grab remake Resident Evil Four on every console. Yeah, it's, made. it's not it's not a shitty port from what yeah, I've seen. Yeah, it's 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 really good. It's just it's really like disorienting and nauseating. Like the movement um, for for me at least, getting used to it. Do they do they not have the like point at the ground they, and teleport? They thing? do, but that's also hard when you're like shooting people. You have to like aim and point and like you know. It, yeah. it, it's like you know, there's some sort of trade off. Um, yeah, I don't like want to throw up, but. 
but the game's a little like you kind of have to like run around a bit more and position yourself. Um, but it, it's really good so far, like the actual VR like integration um, with your like controllers. Um, and then fishing, yeah, I played that too. So and that, so I've been playing that a, a lot though. Um, yeah, pretty great. Um, better than Ocarina of Time fishing. Is it better than what? Fishing in Ocarina of Time. It's a really specific question. Uh, <laughs> yes, I don't know yet. What? what? It's been a while since I fished. <laughs> I'm in so Ocarina confused. Time, but, um, I don't know. It feels like I'm fishing on the Oculus. Where yeah. Ocarina of Time, it felt like I was playing a video game where I was fishing. <laughs> like um, Eric, is it better than big big bass action on the PS One? Like what? No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah no it's honestly i like i feel bad recommending an expensive headset but it's like i don't know it's it's like blowing my sold mind. me on it how, how one on the next paycheck or two yeah it's really something else um so yeah that's maybe basically I'll actually, maybe i'll actually buy a video game on it finally as opposed to having it for six months and playing free demos Pop, I forget. Dude. walk about mini golf get that to work with, you can get that to work with like uh Playing Half Life, uh, Half Life Alex, right? Uh, if you have a powerful enough PC, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, unfortunately, it won't yeah. play standalone on the Quest. Yeah, okay. But yeah, like my 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 graphics card is like right on the the below the line for a lot of the VR games. But like, yeah, the onboard headset, those I mean, those games run perfectly fine. Yeah. So because yeah, there's ways there's ways to hook it up to the Steam VR stuff if you have a PC that's powerful sure. enough. Yeah, you can plug it with a cable or you can do it wirelessly as well because it is real nice being wireless. You don't like get twisted up. And that works surprisingly well. So. JJ's, JJ's doing really <laughs> mental know. math right now. Is that I was also thinking like, oh yeah, you guys could probably play at least for like Rec Room and whatnot. That looked like hilarious fun. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah I'm trying yeah. to get my friends into it so we can just like goof around. So I think it'll be yeah worth it. Was that all you had, Eric? That, that's it? basically my main thing this month. I just been <clears throat> coming home from work and plugging in, you know, jumping into the into the metaverse, <laughs> baby. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Was I going next? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, I played the Mario Kart Eight DLC. Oh, oh I did play yeah. that too. I forgot. Yes, there was other stuff. The new tracks, all eight of them are. All of them are good. Some <laughs> some are better than others. There's a few tracks that I really liked, and some that are just... I mean, they're fine, but it's just kind of boring intro-level stuff. Well, I but. saw... I didn't realize that some of them are the mobile game tracks. Yeah, like half of them, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, a this, lot of them are. In this release. But, Which is fair, because I was never going to see those in my life. Yeah, so. like, it, it's all new <laughs> stuff for me, at least. So it's at least interesting to see. And, uh, yeah, some of those courses are real good. Uh, and then it's been Kirby's Dreamland. Was been my Kirby uh, in the Forgotten Land. Kirby, what did I say? Dreamland, Dreamland which Whoops. is the name of like six other Kirby yeah. games. To be fair, it's impossible. Name any Kirby game with some. Subtitle. They're all Kirby's Dreamland. <laughs> it exists somewhere. Uh, I've liked that better than any other Kirby game I've played. I, like I always like the idea of Kirby games, but they're always just like so stupidly easy that it's like. What am I doing here? Which this one is too, to be fair, but right. in a good way. Yeah, and the, the the challenge comes in like collecting everything on the level, so you can unlock everything and the uh, like the home base area. But uh, yeah, I've been enjoying playing that. Uh, my my child, my my son, 
Has really... Why'd you say that like it was like a like a like a reveal? Okay. <laughs> I was gonna name drop him, but then I was like, <laughs> no, please don't. Oh, but yeah, go on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, just likes watching me play it. Gets real hype when he sees Kirby. So that's it's been a good thing. Gets to real play hype when Kirby eats that car. Yeah, I have the same reaction when I see a Kirby. I get hype as well. Yeah, I mean it's good, and then I can buy uh, Kirby merch <laughs> guilt free. Ah. He loves it. Bought the 30th anniversary anniversary plush and. Uh, yeah, though I also played that, and like it is like, just the right amount of pleasant that I needed this month. Yeah. Like spoilers, I didn't play much of Vagrant Story because I just haven't been in like a video game mood lately. Until Kirby and the Forgotten Land came out, and I was, I like blew through that game in like three days. Oh, you beat it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm still playing through it. I I didn't do all the post game stuff yet. There's Have you gotten all the gotchas though? No, not yet. Um, but no, like the power upgrades too. Like you can yeah. go in and upgrade like all your like suckable powers. Um, that game, I won't spoil exactly what happens, but that game ends in basically a Dragon Ball Z fight. Cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I really hope one day they'll do the crystal shards thing of combining abilities again, because that was rad. Yeah. I feel like that, that they're kind of leaning in that direction, because this is the first time they've ever... I, I guess I don't know this for sure. I haven't played a Kirby game in a long time, but that was, like, the thing, is, like, upgrading the abilities in this one, you know? Like, yeah, that was... That's real fun to do, see how they evolve. Yeah, it's just cute. I don't know. It's, it's just a pleasant game. Pleasant-ass game. Mouthful mode. Mouthful mode fucking rules. Yeah. The stuff that Kirby will throw. Oh, you don't even know Jeff. All the, the war stuff is just, uh... <laughs> Kirby stretches to unimaginable no. <laughs> lengths at the end of that game. <laughs> I don't I don't like the thought of that. I, I, no. I, I wish I could tell you right now, no, Jamie. No, thank you. The thought makes you want to buy oh. it. So. Yep, I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to finishing that. And then my, the, the, oh, really the only game I've been playing lately has been Elden Ring. Uh, like a lot of, 90% of the internet. Um, it's like the best selling game in the UK, yeah. like ever or really? something. It's just, yeah. it's surprising that I enjoyed it because first of all, I was real just tentative about even getting this game to begin with. Cause like I heard hype about Elden Ring. I was like, oh yeah, it's like uh, Skyrim. Let me look it up. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's a From <laughs> game. I did not know that. So I was, like, immediately turned off of it. Uh, I've not liked... I've played... Well, not played. I tried playing Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1. Um, but, yeah, something about this game... I, I think it's really just the open-world aspect. The fact that when you hit a wall that is too difficult, you can just go do one of 5,000 other things. Cause that, just every night, that's what I do before I go to bed, is I'll, I'll just go to some part of the map, see what's there... Uh, yeah, and then because I, I I liked it so much, I downloaded some of the other uh, Souls games, oh. and I did not care for them just because I yeah. Big Mo. Yeah, no, that's I've played most of Dark Souls One. I actually need to pick that playthrough back up. Mm. Honestly, I like recently started it. In the hopes of, like, oh, I'm going to beat this before Elder Ring comes out. And then, of course, I fucking didn't. But, um, yeah, I've never never been opposed to those games. But, like, never really sought them out, I guess. Mm. 
And yeah, like Jeff said, it's the aspect of like, oh, I've lost to this boss 30 times in a row now. I'm going to go fuck off for 20 hours <laughs> and go see some fucked up shit and come back and maybe I'll beat him this time. Maybe I'll die another 30 times and go fuck off for another 20 hours. Like that that's like there's never some there's never not something to do in that game. You never get like like Jeff said, you never hit a wall mm. because you can just go off in a direction and see what's out there. Um I'm through Jeff, how far are you now? I don't I played it for I think seventy five hours. But like what boss? I, I know vaguely like I, the... I, I know you can pretty much play that game in any order you want, but uh Well, yeah, well there is like a main progression. Right. Kind I, of. I got to the snow part. Okay. So Yeah, I, I I beat the second guy and haven't made it to the third guy yet. I I beat Godric, the like yeah, b- big guy on the uh, not the bridge, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, big guy of the castle. Yeah, that fucking castle. Fuck that fucking yeah, the- castle. <laughs> the hell. Uh, um. Yeah, that game's like front loaded on difficulty if you follow the main quest because it gets like significantly easier after you get through the first dungeon in the game. And the other the other thing that I love about that game too is like it's made to be broken. Like, there's all this discourse about, like, oh, don't use summons, it's, like, cheap, and, like, oh, magic is cheap, just use, like... Yeah, people are such whiners. But, like, that game is meant for you to, like, fuck around and, like, break, basically. I looked up, like, how to, like, farm souls in that game, and have you seen the the soul farming thing yet? I've seen some things, I don't... So there's there's one where you could just... There's a boulder in a specific area of the game that will teleport behind you and try to crush you, and when it goes over the edge, it'll drop, like, 2,000 souls, so you could just keep running back and forth with this boulder (laughs) trying to hit you for hours and just farm levels there. Uh, There's also a guy you can kite there's like an end game boss basically not like a main story boss but like you're not supposed to see this guy till you're like level 120 or mm. some shit that you can if you can run away from him fast enough you can kite him into a poison swamp hmm. and get like 80,000 souls in just without touching him the common one i've seen is uh there's like a bonfire next to this group of enemies they do area of effect spell kill them all go back to the bonfire repeat yeah, yeah like literally a billion. Oh, I also or I also hacked at a sleeping dragon for twenty minutes to get another eighty thousand souls at one point. <laughs> <laughs> he never attacks; he just stays asleep. Really, like the giant dude, the giant like the giant dude? big guy. Yeah, he the, just stays asleep. The white dragon, huh? Yeah. All right. Mean. If you get, if you get like under his wing, <laughs> he'll never actually wake up. Fucked up. <laughs> so like that's the type of shit that was like great about that game. Yeah, you just. Go goof around, and you can find ways to break the game, and that can carry you through, like, 20 levels, and then by the time you get further in the game, it just fucks you up again. So it's, it's like you can find ways to become OP, and then the game just kicks your ass again. Well, and the other thing about that game, too, is, like, level matters, but it doesn't really matter. Like, you can hit, like, level 200 in that game, and the boss can still kill you in two hits. Oh, yeah. Like it's 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 like still all about technique, you know. It's yeah. Like... It's just I, the thing that surprised me the most is that I don't think I've ever enjoyed a difficult game in my entire life, but for some reason, like I'm just more like uh, just a complete masochist for this game. 
Also, what what build are you currently? Uh, strength dexterity. Like what what weapon are you have? The uh, fucking. I switched between the the Game of Thrones sword, the sword that's just a bunch of swords stuck on a sword. I don't I don't even know what you're talking about, <laughs> but that sounds like a FromSoft thing. And then there's like this like long curved blood katana thing. Oh, I think yep. you got the better katana. I've got the katana below that right now. That you're I don't have an. A, it's not an actual katana. It's a giant okay. sword. Okay, I got a Dex katana early on that's carried me through a lot. But do you have the Berserk set? I do. Bleed damage in that game very underrated. No, not from what I've seen. People who use bleed <laughs> fucking love bleed. I will say I didn't enjoy the Wolverine claws that people have recommended. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, but yeah, that's probably one of the... Uh, not even probably, it is one of my favorite games I've ever played. Without a doubt. Top yeah. five. Jumps right up top five. I'm going to say top five. Gonna say top five. Not even top ten. Top five. Wow. I mean, I, I maybe I'll maybe I'll even beat it. I don't know. It's also no. weird because like I'll see like a, a screenshot online or a, a clip online. I'll be like, that looks. I am dreading getting to this part because it just looks so unimaginably fucked. But then like you get there and I don't know. It's just like you're. It is unimaginably fucked. It's but... like one of those games. I, I don't know. It's just like you see something and you dread it, and then by the time you get there, you're like, "Oh, this isn't that bad." Have you seen the walking church yet? The mausoleum. I don't know. There's the thing with the bell under it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most fucked up things. I haven't gotten there, but I've seen it. It's not even technically an enemy per se. It's just. But yeah, you, you, can, you can like can attack it. it to like bring it down so you can go in it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Game has a thing about feet too. I brought this up in the group chat. I, I disagree. I, I'm not seeing the feet, but uh, uh, a lot of feet I, in that game. I saw a post today on Twitter. Someone's collected images yeah. of all the feet. There's a there's Elden a wiki. That's their fault. There's a there's a wiki feet for Elden Ring. Someone in the comments was, "I'm just looking through this, and I'm already half mass." <laughs> I guess I do that. Like it's good. All right, JJ, what have you been playing? Uh, well, speaking of Souls games. Uh, so, the only Souls game I've ever beaten is Demon Souls, back in the day. And I've seen... I saw... Uh, Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2 ad nauseum, because I got my roommate into Demon Souls, and then he probably played 200 hours of each of those games. So Jesus. I was... I watched him play nearly 200 hours, if not more, of those games. I'm probably ready to go back and see those games, but um, I wanted to be another one of these before jumping into Elden Ring, which I very much do want to play. So I've been working on Sekiro. I've gotten some progress. That game is really hard. Learning the timing of pairing is, like, everything, and also, like, sweep attacks. Hey, you gotta jump over the sweep attacks. Nah. Or, and, or... Hey, for thrust attacks, you either gotta dodge or or do the special parry with this other button. There's a lot going on, but um, I'm really liking it. I am to... I don't know if you guys have played that. No, like you said, the, the, I really want to play that game, but the speed of it terrifies it's, me. It's, it's like, Jeff, fast. imagine if Elden Ring, but with the speed of a Ninja Gaiden game. Yeah. yeah. Anything that involves a heavy reliance on parrying, like, my brain can't parry. 
I I haven't parried once in Elden Ring. I I got it down with like the basic enemies, but as soon as it requires like something to throw off my timing, it's just nope. Yeah, like I I spent a long time just practicing against like the weak enemies yeah. in Sekiro. Like, okay, what's your move set? And once in a while, they'll like throw a like, well, like do an attack. Like, oh, they like kick dirt and that like stuns you. I'm like, hey, what the fuck is? Stop pulling out new shit. Um, but I've gotten to. Madam Butterfly, that's like the next I've seen that boss. one, yes. Yeah, and she's like doable. I'm like, I can I can do this fight, but I just keep on messing up here and there. And then also, there's another boss who's on a horse with like a spear. <laughs> and he's fucked. Uh, I fought him once, and I'm like, I'm gonna come are you, back to are you. Are you sure this is an Elden Ring? Because that sounds like... <laughs> Yeah, half the bosses are just fucked There up is that guy ass. early on who is a man fused with a horse. Not As like a do. centaur, like he's like <laughs> like like grown into a horse. <laughs> like him and his horse are fused. Yeah, that game's like things. fusing things onto things that don't belong on <laughs> either of them. And what else? Uh I played some more Valheim. Um uh, just making progress in that. I also played uh Apture Desk Job. Oh, is that What's the deal with that? Is that playable on PC? Yeah. Okay. I was confused because they like put it out as like a Steam Deck promotional thing. Yeah, it's very much, hey, learn the buttons of your Steam Deck. Okay. Learn how buttons work. <laughs> um, it's like 30 minutes or less. Um, and it's free, right? It's free. It's okay. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a free 30-minute thing, whatever. It has lore imprint implications to... Like, new lore implications? New lore implications. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, actually, like, important lore implications. God damn it. Uh, As somebody who spoiled the ending of Half-Life Alex, god damn it. Yeah, I know. Uh, (laughs) I know, I also spoiled that for myself. Um, Then I played... I've been playing the DLC of Risk of Rain 2. Which has added uh, two new characters, over 50 items, and a new, like, secret boss. Uh, it's kind of wild, uh, all the new items they've done. Um, it's really, really fun. Um, and one of the new types of items is, like, a enhanced version of other item types, and it'll transform that type of item into this new enhanced one if you get more. And that changes up gameplay wildly. Um, that's been awesome as well. And last game uh, that I started playing this week, uh, Warframe. <laughs> oh, you monster. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Warframe will be on JJ's next list. I'm sorry to inform no, you. No, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's been interesting. It's So I tried playing Warframe years ago at this point. Um, back on PS3. And God, that game's been around since the fucking PS3. They recently celebrated... Well, they're celebrating right now their ninth year of being around. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I started playing that. They have like a great uh, tutorial levels set up now compared to how it used to be. Where you just... They dropped you in and I was so confused playing it the first time, but... It's really fast. They've got like open world areas and whatnot and storage stuff. It's 
it's pretty solid. I'm liking it so far. Yeah, even as like a hardcore Destiny 2 everyday player, Warframe terrifies me in a different way for some reason. Like, what about Warframe? Well, I've also played a little bit of Warframe, and it like it feels bad to play to me. Really? And I don't know what it is, but there's like a skate. There's like an iciness to like your movement that bothers me in that game. I mean, a little like, there's bit, no but when like. You can really like hustle though when you're doing like. But that's uh, what I'm saying. There's n- there's like this weird like friction, like lack of friction in that game oh, and yeah. the movement that bothers me for some reason. I don't know. It's a personal thing. That bothers thing. you. Okay. Yeah, but like, huh. I, I basically, w- the way I feel when playing that game is someone jump is like someone jumping into Destiny Two right now. Mm. Like if you start a new character in Destiny Two, I don't know how you would do it, and that's mm. how I feel about Warframe. You know what I mean? Like. That's fair. <laughs> they I mean, probably got a better tutorial than Destiny, to be fair, but they they do. <laughs> they they really do at this point. Um, well, I'll say this: Destiny Two has or had a good tutorial. These are very similar games. That's why yeah. I'm comparing them. Um, but I feel like, although I'm pretty it's probably still too early on in Warframe, where after that tutorial is just like and yeah, that's the problem with Destiny <laughs> is that a lot of the campaign doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. Because of what they've done there. And I feel like Warframe actually gives you, like, a straight through line. Yeah, like, right now I've got, like, hey, this is, like, the next big thing you have to do. But you've got checklist of, like, other stuff you got to do to even qualify for that. It's like, okay. start playing Warframe. <laughs> I recently dropped Apex for my daily really? lineup. So maybe that'll replace. What made you drop it? Out of curiosity. I don't know. Just that game... The new characters, eh. And the, I feel like the meta of that game is in kind of a bad place right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I did like the... They did a limited time control mode uh, that I really liked, actually. There was, like, six on six, like, three control points on a map. Oh. With, like, respawns. Oh. Um, huh. Which was kind of fun, actually. Because um, that's, like, not how you play that game yeah. at all normally. Like, just running in and, you know... Playing like Call of Duty, basically. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe if they had that, I'll jump back in. I'll probably jump back in next season, like I always do. But I wasted my money on that battle pass this season. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> next season Titan. I mean, they added the fucking Titan pilot last season, so <sighs> he has a jetpack. Yeah. Um, that's all you had, though, right? Yep. That's that was all kind I of my like sweet segue mm. into my. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Destiny, I hadn't finished that campaign last time we talked, I don't think, had I? No, uh, I hadn't, because you were in middle I was playing the Legendary it. campaign, and mm-hmm. I definitely had not gotten further. Um, and once again, I say this every time, but that is the best campaign that they've ever done for that game. Um, just really fucking good level design, like... As a Destiny lore head, mm. there's so much for me to chew on right now. <laughs> um, like, de- once again, that game's been around since the PS3. They're like nine, ten years in, just like Warframe, and they've revealed like the the big bad finally. Is it? I think like, I saw some clips. of Yeah, that. you saw yeah. Megamind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Now that you say that, yeah. 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 Um, but I, as somebody who's been playing that game for a long time, they they're like reaching like a crescendo for me now because basically they're doing two more 
expansion expansions, and then they've said they're done with. They're not. They're not done with it, but like that will be the end of their current story, and it will continue on in some way. But they have not said how yet. So Destiny Three. They, I believe, have said they're not doing Destiny Three. Really? Uh, I could be wrong about that, but are they going to just? Because I mean, this is going to take them through twenty twenty four now, basically. Yeah. Um. I mean, I assume it will live on as like a live game. You know, they'll still do live game shit. Um, but Bungie's working on other stuff, so like, and they just got bought by Sony, so God knows what they're working on now. Um, but yeah, um, new MLB came out, MLB The Show 22. Um, I feel like I talked about my MLB The Show love on the first episode of this podcast, yep. actually. Yeah. Uh, that's how long we've been doing this now, I guess, but, uh... <laughs> That's uh, it's the same game, pretty much. The one, the one thing that I will say, it seems like they did something to in this one, is I feel like the crowd is much better. Like the home crowd will like lose their shit in a way that they didn't used to, like on a strikeout or something. Like the the, the crowd work in this year is really good. I feel like that jumped out to me for some reason. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, it's the same game. Whatever. Um, baseball is beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Um, played like 20 minutes of Tunic. I definitely want to keep going in that. Um, very, g- gave me Fez vibes. Mm. If anybody played Fez. Yeah. Um, yeah, nope. the, the, I was hearing that stuff and I was like, I did not expect that from Tunic. Yeah, so like you're, it's all this fake language. Like there's mm. no, there's no English text in that game whatsoever. It's all in a fake language, and basically it's revealing mechanics to you through you picking up... Um, I should say, this is like an isometric Zelda-like, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of souls Like, you can die and go do a corpse run, and there's bonfires, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're being taught mechanics through picking up these, like, manual pages that, are, that like look like an NES-style, like, game manual... That, once again, is still in, like, this fake language, but it's, like, giving you enough information to kind of, like, oh, I can upgrade my equipment with this button, and, like, I don't know, it's just a cool way of presenting progression in that game, I feel like. Uh, But, like I said, I played, like, 20 minutes, so I gotta... That'll probably be this month's main thing that I'm doing. Um... It's all for games. I did watch the first two episodes of that Halo show. Third episode came out today. I haven't watched it yet. It's fine. It's, uh, there's a lot of child death. Go on, Eric. Oh well, I I just I think it I, like I I think I've heard it described as like high budget fan fiction. Yeah, so it's like not the best writing, <laughs> yeah. but it kind of hits some yeah. of the like sweet spots that you kind of want them to hit. But like, <laughs> and so here's the thing: is it hits the lore. But it is very explicitly, like, they, they, I feel like they had to come out and say this so that Halo freaks wouldn't jump on them. Like, before it premiered, they were like, this is a different timeline. Yeah. This is the silver timeline. They literally gave it <laughs> really? a name. And we're like, it is going to follow the games, but not exactly. Things will be different. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. And, like, I don't know, it's fine. Master Chief takes off his helmet in the first episode, which is weird. I feel like that's, like, a third that, episode reveal. That- that is weird, but I'm like, if they're already doing a different timeline, like, do weird shit with that. It's, yeah, I don't know, it's fine. Like, I like that they're leaning into, like, oh, the UNSC is 
a bunch of fascists, basically. Like, <laughs> it's what? Yeah, that's very much what that show is about. I guess spoilers for the Halo show, like... I mean, that's fair. Like, yeah, go ahead. Like, Master Chief, like, rebels against the UNSC in the first episode because they ask him to kill a child, and he won't do it. Hey, yo, what? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know the Spartans were created to basically uh, snuff out people and not aliens. Well, and that's that's the other cool thing, is it shows that. It's like, oh, there's, like, these, like, you know they call them terrorists or whatever on this other planet, and, like, that's the Spartans have fucking killed them before. Like, before the Covenant showed up, they were just killing humans. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty... I'll, pro- I'll keep watching. It's fine. Yeah, it's basically... Yeah. Like, it's... I'm just gonna marathon that when it's all out. It's very much the modern-day streaming sci-fi, like, model. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this looks okay enough based on the budget. Um, the Covenant don't look as bad as it yeah, actually looks, do, to be fair. Yeah, I, I kind of like the way it looks. Yeah, I, I expected the graphics to look a lot worse than what it was. There is a weird human character that's with the Covenant that I am interested to see what they're doing there. It's like a like a priest lady that's living with them. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Okay. getting into Halo lore now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So this one's game. Uh, was Vagrant Story chosen by me? I don't remember. Is this a third game choice? I think it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Vagrant Story came out uh, May fifteenth, two thousand, in the U.S. Um, published, developed by Square, pre Square Enix, just Square. Um, Square Soft. Oh, sorry, Square Soft. Yeah. Um, what was the Square era anyway? Um. So, so, mostly produced by the same team that did Final Fantasy Tactics on the PS1. Um, produced, written, and directed by Yasumi Matsuno from that team. Um, that's why, actually, Vagrant Story is vaguely in the same world as Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm. They never mention, like, Ivalice by name in Vagrant Story, but it's, like, a further out area, I guess. Oh, yeah. Like, it technically takes place in the same universe. Um, only Final Fantasy heads give a shit about what I just said, but... <laughs> True. Um, I don't know what the hell you just said. Uh, so it was one of only 27 games to get a perfect score in Famitsu to this date. Wow. Uh, um, so yeah, it's like the famously tough Japanese, uh, EGM, basically. Um, yeah, well-received at the time. Um, this is... Kind of a MMO style combat system, let's say, a little bit. A little bit. Um, so it's third person. Um, direct control of the character. Basically, at any time, you can open up a combat dome around you that is basically your range of attack. Kind of like bats. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That was the comparison I was looking for earlier. Actually, yeah, it's very Fallout. Because you can um, target body parts and whatnot. Yes. It shows percentage. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's real-time combat, um, except with, you know, the pausing, obviously. It's not turn-based like mm. your most games at the time. Um, a, a big thing at the time that people called out as unique was, and I didn't realize this until I saw it, there's no shops in this game. There's, like, no, no like, concept of, like, money like an RPG usually mm. has. There's no other NPCs that you talk to. 
Yeah, it's like a very like solitary experience, huh. which is weird for a game at the time. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. And it, like I said, it didn't didn't occur to me until like actually reading that 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 was like a thing that was pointed out at the time. Um, very cinematic in that way, I guess I would say. Um, apparently, at some point in development, they were going to add um, like other party members. And then just decided against it. Like, that was something they were going to do at some point. But, yeah, you play as one guy. Um, Ashley. Yes, Ashley Riot. With um, his ass hanging out. Yeah, he's got the ass as chaps. The the JRPG villain is fully shirtless anime boy. I think he's supposed to be shirtless. I, maybe. I don't know. I'm like 90% sure he's shirtless. But he's got sleeves, which is weird. He's like only wearing sleeves if you look at him. <laughs> Is that is he on the cover? Maybe he's wearing the ass. Yeah. Of, no, that's uh, the girl, isn't it? The yeah, ass of Ashley's pants. Yeah, on his arms. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, what what drew me to this game as a kid, and like the reason I wanted to finally play it is like, so I was like all of us probably like I didn't buy games when I was a kid. Like my parents bought me like six games a year, let's say. Mm. So like I lived vicariously through magazines at the time. And specifically magazine walkthroughs. So I would buy Tips and Tricks magazine, specifically, I remember. And, like, it would feel like I was playing through these video games because I just read all about everything that happened and all the areas. And this is one of those games. This is, like, I read through an entire walkthrough of Vagrant Story as a so child. You were a, an imaginary completionist yes. as a child. Like, literally, yes. You mentally 100%ed Vagrant Story. Yes. That explains a lot, now that I say it, actually. Um, but yeah, and, like, the art style, obviously, is, like, the other thing that, like, really drew me to it. Um, I guess it's cell-shaded, I would say. Yeah. Um, it's like a, kind of looks just like a Final Fantasy comic. Yeah, it's very comic-styled. I mean, obviously, the, like, actual speech is in literal, like, comic balloons that yeah. pop up. Um it's it like transitions really seamlessly from like gameplay to cutscene, yeah, which is really cool because they use the same character models in game that they do in cutscenes. So like it'll just cut like yeah. immediately into cinematic, which is cool. Um, and yeah, that was like what drew me to it. Um, unfortunately, I learned the truth about Vagrant Story this month. <laughs> um, which is that it is the most mechanically dense RPG I've played in years. Yeah, looking at the stats always was always horrifying because there's so many different numbers for each item, and it was all baffling. And it was, the more I read on how the actual systems work, the more I was like confused about why they worked that way. So if you fight... An undead enemy. <laughs> oh god, he's getting into your it. undead affinity with for your that step, weapon, for not that for your weapon, character. For that weapon, will increase. It'll be more effective against that enemy, but it could also decrease its opposite affinity, so it'll become less effective against the opposite of undead. But as you take damage, your armor increases in affinity <laughs> for undead, so it blocks better. Uh, this isn't to mention the there is both 
There is blunt and piercing damage. Uh huh. There is uh like seven other affinity types <laughs> that each weapon can have. Did you ever figure out what the PP of the weapon was? Nope. <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> That's a bar that fills up as you use it and very quickly maxes out, and I don't understand Um, what it does. You use that for, like, um, when you repair... Oh, the the fucking workshop. I I read all this stuff. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I literally sent JJ not a walkthrough fact, but, like, a combat mechanics guide on GameFAQs. So, uh... It relates to its actual... It increases the damage output if it's... That's what I figured. Uh, ...at max, but if you repair your weapon, which is the DP stat, I believe... <laughs> what? Yes, uh, I believe. Uh, <laughs> it will use the PP stat as I love part this. of that. JJ's <laughs> um, just nightmare. made him a, a scholar. <laughs> yeah, JJ's... I wish this was a video podcast because JJ just, like, blacked out and recited that. He, like, unfocused his eyes, put his hands to his head, and just, like, fucking... Because I read all of it, and it was just like, it can't actually work like this, right? So there's like so there's also the whole workshop thing of like you can disassemble your weapons mm-hmm. into the component parts so like the hilt and the blade and then you can recombine those hilts and blades into custom weapons that will give it gem slots which I don't know how you're supposed to figure out what's a good combination at all no, I, I followed a guide, yeah. and I still had no idea whatsoever what I was doing. All right, so I'm just going to... I didn't get very far. I got to the rock golem and realized... I okay, was, I got I got maybe like two hours further than that. Okay. I, like, I realized I was doing zero damage to them. <laughs> zero damage. And I was just like, okay, I don't... I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I can do to improve this fight. Also, it's not like you're fighting rock enemies before that, so how you increase... Blunt. It's blunt damage it's you need blunt. there. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I had to use a club in that fight. Uh, <laughs> don't know how I would have known that if I wasn't following a fact. Yeah. So, I that was my roadblock. Because um, I thought I was doing good damage because it was like falling apart and whatnot, and then I'm like... Oh, those are big zeros popping up <laughs> every time I hit it. Those aren't rocks. <laughs> I mean, it was like falling apart and doing the animation, oh. but it was then just like... Yeah, because you're technically hitting it. Yeah, you're hitting like... it. It's just not doing anything. Like, Well, so like, not to keep harping on mechanics here, but <laughs> that's all this game is. Yeah. Is there's also the, the idea of chain attacks mm. that is introduced. I like chain attacks. Yeah, which I like. So it's kind of Paper Mario style... Like, okay, you do your initial standard hit, right? And if you time a button press right, that you can do three, I believe it's three different. Um, yeah, and you can go back and forth. You can bind, yeah, bind it to circle, square, triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically just chain these attacks together. Um, and some of those will do, like, add poison or add, like, slow, to, you know, it'll do, like, status effects to enemies. Some of those will repair your weapons when you hit them. Yeah, repair weapons, and there's defense ones for doing similar stuff. And also, this feeds into the risk meter. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, God. Because, basically, if, as you do better in a fight, like, as you chain higher, your risk meter will go up, and that will... Enemies will do more damage to you. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you will miss more often. Your critical hit chance goes up. Yes, yes. So there is, like, an advantage to raising your risk, too. Um, but, like, that's what tripped me up in this game is, like, I'll be fighting a fucking skeleton. Like, just a basic-ass skeleton. And I'll, like, die in four hits. Because I'm, he's, like, blocking like crazy. And, like, <laughs> like every encounter in this game was terrifying to me. <laughs> Eric and Jeff, I feel like we haven't, we haven't let you guys talk. But. My input here, uh, just to, to take things back, we're talking about mechanics. One of the most basic mechanics of just equipping a different weapon. Yeah. Oh, that fucking menu. <laughs> yeah. Because, oh. like, like, one of the first things you do, I don't know if it's you kill an enemy or you find it in, like, a chest or something, but you get, like, an, another weapon. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, let me uh, let me check out how this uh, weapon is compared to mine. It's probably better. Yeah. And <laughs> so you pull it up, and there's, like, tw- it's showing you just 40 different numbers, <laughs> and you don't know what number belongs to anything. I and you're still... Like, um, I will keep my weapon the same. (laughs) Before we leave this room, I'm going to find out what org slash equip means. Oh my god. Because (laughs) I assume that's what that stat is. org is original and equip is... But it's only showing you one set of numbers. (laughs) It's just... That screen has One of the most mystifying things I've seen in a JRPG as an avid JRPG fan. Just... Yeah. completely lost at the weapon change menu. Okay, 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 okay. Org is the base stat of the weapon without your equipment added to it. What? Equipment what? is once you consider equipment. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse you? Because the armor you're wearing can enhance the weapons, I believe. I guess I, yeah, I, guess I could okay, I don't that, like but... it. Yeah. I would have had you would have had to Google. You would have been on Google. Oh no no no! Okay 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 okay. I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry. Hold on. Org is the stats of just that equipment. So like, uh, I think I need a I'm gonna wake up Jeff's child. So the equipment is everything. No no org. So if it gives you an org of nine, yeah. that is the. I don't know what stat it is, but yeah, it's yeah, the what's stat. The- well, no, because it's org at the top, and then it's showing you, like, Breakdown. crit crit rate, damage, yeah. that type of thing. So, so org is just that sword, yeah. and then equipment is, is the total everything. number of everything you've got equipped. Oh. Okay. Why does it got to be like that? So it doesn't actually compare to the other weapons. No. You would have not. to scroll through and see which one Good. is higher. Also, I'm gonna go play oh, Vagrant Story when I get you. home now. Uh, yeah, that's a lie. Because <laughs> I, I feel like I've just unlocked a Rosetta Stone. <laughs> so, yeah, I watched some videos on this after I realized I'm not gonna beat this game or play much more of this game. And yeah, apparently people have decided, like, the go to strategies, like, hey, this is my sword for killing ghosts, this is my sword for. <laughs> Undead. This is my sword for slimes. It's not like it's easy to quickly switch equipment no. in this game either, because it's a fucking PS1 RPG. And the menus are horrifying. I, <laughs> I yeah. I, what, was Eric, it? What about uh, you? Yeah. Was it yeah. also? A th- I don't know if this is like a PS1 thing, but in my head, circle is is like back. That's a Japanese thing. Yeah, is it, okay, thing. it's because yeah, specifically like mainly on the PS One. Okay, it was really. so hard for they me to get used to that. Like I would hit circle yeah, for but... like 
and circle was confirmed for most things except for when it wasn't and it was sometimes x yeah so what's weird is to open chests it's x for no reason yeah okay i i, I never i didn't get that for some reason that was such a barrier yeah. like i couldn't i, I kept that except in x you know what you know why that is though is because circle opens up your dome your attack dome mm. so they couldn't bind that to the okay. same button that's you know what fair. I'm saying? I just realized that just now. But yeah, in Japan, it, it, Circle is confirm and X is new. Okay, that threw me off. For Which I kind of like, actually. Yeah, I feel like we should feel like we should adopt that. No. I mean, I think it's too late for that. Yeah, a little late. <laughs> and actually, I think like there was like a news story like literally last year that Japan had finally like Given gone up. back on it. Yeah. <laughs> the muscle memory is not there for me to, to not hit Circle for back. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I tried following a... Yeah, if you're not immediately turned on by a complex, like, combat Oh, system, I was immediately turned on by the hot anime boys. There. Yeah, that, that, but yeah, okay, but that didn't do it. That wasn't enough for me. Um, it wasn't <laughs> enough. Like, I, I was looking at a guide that was, like... Uh, it, it's probably similar. Like, probably. It was like, use this weapon. Like, have one piercing, have one blunt. If you do zero damage, swip, swatch, uh, you know, swap out to a different weapon and see if you do damage. And like, don't worry about anything else. Like the the battle system, just like do this precise thing. And it was still just like a lot of still just like managing everything and not knowing what was going on for me. I didn't play this game very long because I, I just couldn't get into it. And yeah, I tried playing. I, I get I got like somewhere between two and three hours in, and that was like forced at some point. To try to like play the game, it's, but like, yeah, it definitely wasn't. I think it my just style. felt like a chore. Like it felt like work. Yeah, like I, like after you get off work, you can get home and play this game, and you're just like, yeah, like it's like fucking mentally taxing. Yeah. The most accomplishment I felt playing this was figuring out chain attacks on my own. I was like, oh, okay, and then I'd look at those menus again. And I was like, I'll come back to figuring out you. I will say, it doesn't give you good input for the timing of the chain attacks, but I did get it down eventually, yeah. like, because I had, like, my own rotation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would do circle, square, triangle, like the circle, chain square. attacks, I got good at. The defense ones, I had trouble with, like, some of the enemies are like, uh, uh, Yeah, they've got fucking, uh, they've got fucking from soft uh, wind-ups yeah, in that game. Like, the, the, like, the slime is just, like, ch like dancing for, like, 15 seconds. And God, like, I wish it was a video <laughs> podcast. <laughs> then it just launches a poison ball at you, and it's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I definitely made it the furthest out of everybody. Yeah. I made it above ground. I saw the city. Yeah. Um, I didn't know there was a city. I killed actual human beings. Um, <laughs> you didn't um, have to. You, just... uh, you know. Um... There's, like, weird, like, box puzzles in this game, too, oh, sometimes, yeah. nah. which is, like, out of, like, character for this type of game, I feel like. Yeah, kinda. Also, platforming. Yeah. Um, there's, there's one jump in particular in those catacombs that I don't know if you got to, but you're up on top of a bookshelf, and you've got to jump up and to the left of, yeah. like... And it's like, the, I don't, I wouldn't have thought I was supposed to be. Yeah, able to it's get like, that Square, thing. chill out. You didn't, this isn't the type of game you had to make. No. Like, it's very, it's inventive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like Brave Fencer Musashi. This is now a <laughs> pattern that I'm falling into, I guess. It's like early, these early RPGs that tried a lot of stuff and didn't hit on all of them, yeah. they hit on some of them. Yeah, from definitely innovative 
in that way. Like Magician's uh, Quest. Introduced. Sure. 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 I've heard that uh, I watched a story, like, short recap, and... It, the story's cool. Like, I story, like the setup. Yeah, the story seems interesting. Uh, the video I watched was way too fast for me to uh, really comprehend all what was going From what I can about. tell, spoilers, I guess. Obviously, the hot anime boy villain ends up being on your side at the end. That's just how anime works. Um, there's another risk breaker that shows up. That's, like, that's what you are as a risk breaker. You're, like, basically a fantasy CIA agent. Yeah. Um, and he ends up being the, like main villain of the game like he was behind it all I guess I don't know cool names in this game like Ashley Riot Sidney Lusterot Mullencamp is the name of the cult that you're fighting cool they're like not anime ass names though that's the thing they're like weirdly like like French fantasy I feel like is kind of like what they're trying like like the whole aesthetic of the game too speaking of the story uh this is one of those games where if you skip the intro cutscene, oh you yeah, miss, miss the like <laughs> setup for the entire. No, no, no! Game. Not just the intro cutscene. The full intro. There's playable yeah. parts yeah, of that game. That's true. You could, if you skip like, if you the just intro. hit start during the intro, it will fully skip you past like thirty minutes of the game. Yeah, I definitely Wait, did yeah, that. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you'll go right into the catacombs. <laughs> okay. There's a whole setup. Oh, at the start of that game, huh. of like you confronting Sydney Which, yeah. in a church. I like <laughs> so I played through the beginning a couple of times, um, and yeah, I I realized that I'm like, oh, because yeah, first time I skipped it, I'm like, some I I did something wrong. I hit something. What where what's happening? And now to be fair, that's not to say they give you a tutorial. They no. definitely don't give you a tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> The, the game gameplay starts and people are whacking you in the face and like oh okay uh, yeah. all right um, figure oh. it out that head bob I, somebody's stomach was just boring. oh it's probably uh, me yeah <laughs> uh, this game looks real yeah, good I like the, I like yeah the, look uh, like the presentation is uh, cool like the whole like we said cell shaded kind of comic booky. It's pretty fluid, I would say, to control. Like, there's no, like, yeah. Especially on emulator, I will say, if you turn on, like, you know, a lot of, like, post-processing stuff. And, like, I was playing it at, like, 720p. Like, it looks looks excellent. Playing on the original hardware is probably the best-looking PS1 game that I know of. And this is pretty late into the PS1 life, too. Right, yeah. So like this is like figured out a bit. This is like a year before the PS2. Yeah, I mean it honestly looks like it could be a launch PS2 game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, it's not certainly not a bad game. Like nothing about it is like bad mechanics. It's just it's 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 too dense. It's It's, too dense, and it and it doesn't explain it well. It's like I need to take a college course just to understand what I'm supposed to be doing. I will say, you know what I think I'm gonna do. (laughs) Yes, tell me what you think you're gonna do. So I recently switched to a new emulation uh, system. I'm not using RetroArch anymore. I'm using standalone emulators for everything. And DuckStation, the thing I'm using, has built-in cheats. So maybe I'll go back to this game with like. Mac infinite health and like you know always hit on or something like that mm. and maybe I'll just blast through this because like I want to I, I want to play it like I want to like it you know maybe I'll go back 
and just kind of blow through it in like 10 hours. I mean, know? yeah, maybe if you didn't have to worry about health and that would give you the time like, to like, I, focus on like swapping weapons. Like I literally that. died to a fucking skeleton in yeah. like four hits. And I was... I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I guess it's our fault. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is like one of the biggest disappointments. Honestly, like this has like been in my head since I was a child. Of, like, yeah, this is same one honestly. Of the best JRPGs. Game Informer magazine really, really hyped this one up. Um, I, yeah, I have heard this is just about the hardest Square game, though. Oh yeah, no question. I probably shouldn't be eating during the podcast, huh? Um, but anyway. So, do we want to talk about our yeah? So we're gonna proposed s- new little feature at um. So just like we're doing in our spinoff podcast, thirty six great holes, <laughs> um, in this feed, um, we're gonna start ranking uh the games we played every month. So we're gonna as a group, uh, yeah, just yeah. a single. We're gonna reach a consensus. consensus. Um, we're gonna. Construct the list this time, and then next month we'll slot that game in to wherever it fits. Probably pretty low. Um, <laughs> so we're going going back through all the ones we've currently. Yeah, done. JJ, do you want to yep. maintain this in the Discord? So, maybe. Do we also want to just like start at the beginning? Like, oh, Earthbound is number one. What is our next game? That like. I don't just think so- Earthbound's number one. But when it's the only game we've played, it, it just will, yeah, it will to keep it in order. I think, yeah. I think we need to go in order, yes. Yeah. That's how this works, yeah. And then we'll so, shuffle. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I gotcha, um, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... JJ's well, preparing something. Yeah, I'm going... I'm just going to... I'm just going to roleplay over here. As a person who has only played Earthbound for this podcast, I think it's a great game. I can't wait to see what other games we will play, but I think this may... <laughs> Stay as number one for a while. I don't know. What about you guys? Earthbound, our number one video game. Okay, Earthbound, number one. Uh, yes. So, Magician's Quest, number two game. Yep. Yeah. Agree? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Just right behind Magician's Earthbound, Quest, the right number behind. two video game of all time. Okay, Okami, above Above Earthbound. Earthbound. Okay. I, wait, oh, wait, wait. We did reach a consensus on this. I, I agree. Uh, I did not. I really liked Okami. I wouldn't mind one way or another. I think they're both very good games. I would personally put it below Earthbound, but I would not. I think be mad okay, if it was above Earthbound. I, think I would too put it beneath Earthbound. Mm. But now we've reached not. We got point. I don't feel strongly at all. Okay, uh, Eric, how strongly so, do you well, feel? What I'll say is, think about how. Think about the difficulty that Earthbound spikes near the yeah. end of that game. Yeah, I don't like in terms of just like an overall aesthetic and story. Earthbound is number yeah. one, but in terms of like fun to play and a good game, Okami would definitely beat it. I think I think this podcast like unlocked an Okami stand inside of me. Okami's <laughs> great. I'm I'm agreeing with what Jeff is saying. So let's just put Okami above Earthbound. I think as a better I think so. game. Okay, Okami Earthbound Magician's Quest. Uh, next game, Brave Fencer Musashi. Ooh. I would go. Okay, hmm. okay. It's above. It's above. It's above. It's above. Look, I I gave some wiggle room on Okami above Earthbound, but I'm not putting Brave Fencer above Magician's look, Quest. Look, Magician's Quest is not going to be on the bottom of the list. Don't worry. I, I wait. What else? 
Faith Venture is worse no, than Magician. Bimo, don't look. We don't know what else we've played. <laughs> yeah. We uh, Okay, we're not going to reach a four-person consensus here. We need to reach a majority okay, is what you, I'll you say. You've got our free time. You're saying you're going to pl- put in Brave Venture <laughs> Musashi above Magician's Quest. That's true. I would, I would no, probably yeah. try okay, Magician's Quest Okay, but that's a bullshit metric. Okay, but <laughs> I didn't like either of these games... If I had to go back and play one, I would at least... Because we admit that we did not give that game a fair shake, and Eric says it's good. I would, I, like, I would at least rather go back and try and play that again than try and play Brave Fencer again. I like Brave Fencer more than my time with Magician's Quest. Okay, I agree. Big mouth. <laughs> I, th- there's no way that Magician's Quest is better than Brave Fencer Musashi. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no way in hell. You just didn't play enough Magician's Quest, man. I, I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to. All right, I would put. All right, I'm gonna tip the scales here and say that Brave Fencer is better. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I was already putting it there, but <laughs> I honestly can't remember everything that we played right now. To tell the honest truth. All right, next game, uh, Kentucky Route Zero. Oh yeah. Um, I would definitely above Musashi. I was yeah. gonna say below Earthbound as our number three. Yeah, I feel good about that. How do you feel, Eric? Yeah, I can't see the lit that your active list, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm currently typing uh, it out so it won't so lock in. What's below Earthbound currently? Uh, it's Brave Fencer. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah definitely yeah, below Earthbound. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Maybe I'll like put this in the show notes once we. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool to. <clears throat> um. Okay. So current list is. Okami, Earthbound, Kentucky Route Zero, Brave Fencer, and Magician's Quest. Next game is Skull Monkey. Okay, yep. Bottom. Very bottom, yes. <laughs> Absolute bottom. You're welcome, Eric. You you you, you yeah. won. Yeah. Alright. This is this is uh gonna be Oh my god, we played Skull I beat Skull <laughs> Monkeys. <laughs> yep. Uh Psychonauts 2. Number one. Absolute no question number, number one. one. Yeah, I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe how good that game was. That yeah, that game was. I guess I can't. I will play Psychonauts two again. That was one of the one of the games of all time. And that is uh, our current list, Vagrant except Story. for Vagrant Story. Hmm, now that becomes an. I'd rather play. Read me that list. All right. F- okay. 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 <laughs> I finished Skull Monkeys, you son of a okay, bitch. You would okay. not rather play yeah, I finished Monkeys. it too, and I played two hours of Vagrant Story because it was bad. I at least <laughs> okay. finished Skull okay, Monkeys, let, man. Let me say the list. Let me go through the list so that we can talk about Vagrant Story. It's Psychonauts 2, Okami, Earthbound, Kentucky Route Zero, Brave Fencer Musashi, Magician's Quest, Skull Monkeys. It goes above Skull Monkeys. It goes above Musashi. What? Above Musashi. That's like number five on the list, isn't it? I am, well, I am more okay with it between it being between Musashi, Musashi and, Magi- and Magician's, Magician's Quest. Quest. Um, I'd, I'd be fine with that. Sure. I'm not, but I'm the I'm the odd one out, so it's majority. <laughs> my if my list you, is would so you legitimately different. Put it at the bottom of the list. <laughs> You would not. You would not <laughs> rather play Skull Monkeys. I'd load up. I'd roll okay, up a random least... level. Uh, put it, you know cheat codes on and just like. Uh... I would rather eat my own shit than play Skull Monkeys again. <laughs> I agree with Big Mo. That is one of the worst video game experiences I've ever had in my life. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. 
By the way, I booted up I booted up Boombots the other day, that PS1 fighting game by the Skull Monkeys team. How was that? What you would expect. <laughs> oh my god. Christ. I'm so mad that you would play Skull Monkeys right now. 100%. I'll play it right now. All right. <laughs> so, okay. We just hear the Skull Monkeys <laughs> theme. Eric on this one. Uh, so, Vagrant Story between Musashi and Magician's Quest. I'm fine with that. Yes. Okay. Oh. Wait, Eric, so where would Magician's Quest rank on your um, list? I would put it... Be like number basically, three? Uh, shoot, I have to think about what my list is because it's completely different oh, from this All right, I, I don't yeah. care that much. Alright, so that's no, our current it, list. It is Psychonauts 2, Okami, Earthbound, Kentucky Route Zero, Brief Fencer Musashi, Vagrant Story, Magician's Quest, Skullmonkey. Yeah, Jeff, I can give you my then I'd put it ab uh, above Brave Fencer on this list. That's where I'd put it. <laughs> Beneath Kentucky Route Zero, above Brave Fencer. Okay, that's not... Yeah, I mean, That's I not outrageous, no, I guess. I'd be fine moving it up a spot. No, 100% uh, no, I don't lay no, it over no. Vagrant Story. No questions asked. Yeah. Skull Monkey is okay. And I don't know. Whatever. Look, Eric, if there's it's any consolation, there's going to be more games that are going to be going underneath Vagrant oh, yeah. Magician's Quest. <laughs> I'm looking at so, one right now. Uh, don't worry Possibly. about it. No, I'm looking at one it's, right now. It's in good company. It's still one. I'll, two, I'll die on the hill three, that Magician's four, Quest is. Five, six. So it's still in the top seven currently, and it's just going to probably stay there for a while. <laughs> yeah, you forget that your next game is Zelda's Adventure, Eric. Okay. Uh, yeah, our next three games are, are yeah. At least two of them are gonna be the worst games we've ever played in our entire lives. Christ. Um. So yeah, uh, what we do in this part of the podcast is it is my turn to pick mm. three games. Uh, I will tell you the first game that we might play. Mm. JJ's got his Google and fingers yep, ready. I'm ready because I know it's. That could be anything I remember. Oh, it is. Um, <laughs> don't like I'll that. go through the first game. If you guys don't agree on the first game, we'll go to the second game. If you guys don't agree on that, the third game is locked in. That's what we will play. Yep, um, and remember, yes and no's audible for podcasts. I mean, it's audible is, is, is relative to us yelling yes and no over yeah. each other. Um, so the first game, Ape Escape. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. PS1. Okay. I, I for, yeah, I forgot about I would not have expected that. Is that Which ported one? anywhere else? One. Ape, Ape Escape. Oh, okay. OG. Ape Escape 2, I believe, is on the PS4, but I don't believe the uh, first one. There is a PSP version of some Ape Escape game. I don't know which one it is. That's what I'm thinking of. Right. Uh, that might be uh, let me look that up. There is definitely an original one, but there may be a remake also. Ape Escapes are there. Um, uh, more yeah, than you think. More than I thought. There's ones that there's ones that haven't come out here, <laughs> including the one where you uh, vacuum up the monkey's pants. Wait, can we play that one? There's an Ape Escape racing game. Yeah, there's there's an Ape Escape RPG. What? <laughs> Ape Academy Two. Oh, uh, let's see. Hang Looks on. Like I'm sorry. Ape I'm looking one at is the... available on the PSP. Okay. Oh yeah, because it's PS1 Classics. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, On the Loose was a, was a release as well. On the Loose is the remake, yes. Was oh, a okay. PlayStation Move Ape Escape game? Ape Quests? Is that the RPG's gotta be? 
Yeah, apparently this PSP port not as good. It's fine, it says, but kind of middling reviews for the for that PSP remake. But is that just because it was Ape Escape 1 on a PSP? Well, so the big thing about Ape Escape is that it was the first dual analog game on the PlayStation. Mm, right. It came out at the same time as the dual analog. So I feel like those PSP analog sticks wouldn't necessarily oh. give you oh, the kind of... Fine tune. Yeah, it would probably be fine, but all right, I'm ready to vote. I do have a cop, a PS1 copy. If you don't wish to play it on the PSP, perhaps. Yeah, I am ready as well. Yep. Eric, all right. One. Wait, wait, wait. Two, Are we kind three. We changed how oh we counted. Uh, you, you can't yeah, do that. We won't, don't count. I don't remember. Yeah, three, three, two, one, three, and then, two, then one. we say it okay. on like where we need to say go. Three, <laughs> two. One. Yes. 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 Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Got it one. Unprecedented. I really, really, really thought about saying no, but I didn't. Yeah, I only want to say no because I'm curious of what the I, third game I didn't want to get stuck to some freaking JRPG. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> That too. It was number three. Okay, thank God. The JRPG? Yes. <laughs> I gave you guys that much. Alright. Um, could come back still. But. Right. Shocking. Nice A shocking turn of events. Another like, uh, another, like, Kirby-like, just, like, a pleasant, fun That's what I platformer. wanted. I just didn't want fucking mechanics anymore. I don't want mechanics in my games. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what the fuck month is that, that now. That is gonna be, uh, July. We, like, sh- we shoot forward so much that I can't even... So our next lineup in games, uh, is, uh, our next month's game is Agents of Mayhem for April. Which that episode will be coming out sooner than normal, let's say, probably, because we have to hit a hard deadline mm. on that for travel right. reasons. Yep. And then we have Homie Rollers in May. <sighs> yeah. And Zelda's Adventure in June. And like we said, Ape Escape in July. Which, wait, Eric, can we do some emulator talk I'll real fi- quick? I'll, I'll see what, I haven't looked into Zelda's. it yet because I've been, uh, I haven't had time this week, but yeah. So I texted the group chat that uh, CDI emulation, apparently a nightmare uh, to Mm. figure out. Uh, There is a four-pay PC emulator. How much? $30. Compared to the price of Zelda. That is the... Steal. A real steal. (laughs) It's fair, yes. Um, MAME will run CDI games but only the command line version of MAME, not any kind of UI version of MAME that you can run. That's weird. Yeah, I don't understand why, and I might be wrong on that, honestly. Um, I don't know. I've done hours of research on (laughs) trying to figure out. I'm sure you have more experience with emulators. I've reinstalled RetroArch because that version of MAME can supposedly do it, Mm. but only with very specific settings. Um... I don't know. I'll, we'll uh, have to figure that yeah, I'll out. I'll try to get like it set up so that you guys can just like do what you know, follow, follow instructions. Yeah, yeah. Since yeah. it's it's uh, my month. I'll, I found I'll set it up. I found a I found a YouTube video that gives kind of step by step instructions, but it's from like 2013, oh, so, so I don't useless. think it's actually like, useful to yeah, me anymore. Got to run on like a certain version of Mame on Windows XP. Well, it was running on Mess. Which is the, like, PC version of MAME. Like, it emulates PCs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've never even heard of that before. 
It's a whole thing. I don't yeah. know. I couldn't figure out how to get a CDI BIOS for a while there. It's going to be a whole thing. It's, so well, if you're you got a couple months yeah. to figure out if that will work. If you're playing well. along. Sorry. I know <laughs> you aren't. <laughs> but help us figure it out right into the pod. Um, <laughs> Actually, a podcast I listened to recently uh, played this game via emulation, so you could probably reach out to them. Really? Okay. Uh, Ultra sixty four pod at gmail. Oh wait, they played fucking Zelda's adventure. Shut up. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Just oh, ask okay, them. maybe I'll maybe I'll reach out to Woody. Um, but yeah, uh, next month's game, Agents of Mayhem. Um, you don't want to miss it. <laughs> like PS four, Xbox, PC. Yeah. I didn't. Re- I didn't know I owned that game on PC apparently, oh, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, that'll be. It'll probably be fine. I played a little bit of that already. It's, I expect it to fine. be a middling game. Okay. I'll probably actually finish it. Is what I'll yeah, say. Yeah, it's it's not awful. It doesn't seem awful from what I've played. It doesn't seem fantastic either. Props to be in the cheapest PS4 yeah. game I've ever played. <laughs> really though, <laughs> sealed. Yeah, sealed five dollars shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh Christ! Below um, ass game. Yeah, that's this month's episode. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I guess follow us now. That it's no longer subscribe; it's follow. Oh, they changed on their... Apple, which I hate, um, yeah. or whatever podcast thing you use. Um, once again, thank you to JJ for editing this, Tegan for our logo. Um, yeah, Nugget. Th- yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks to Nugget, the, to Nugget, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I could think of how to describe a nugget. I think a dog would be. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, See you next month. Yeah. I can't end this episode. Bye.